Welcome to the Switch Leader Podcast, where we decide today the leader we will be tomorrow. Well, hello and welcome to the Switch Leader Podcast. My name is James Meehan, and I am just honored that you would take a little bit of your day to listen to this podcast so that you can be more equipped to lead students to become fully devoted followers of Christ. Today, joining with me is one of our all-time favorite guests, Miss Caitlin Caffrey. Caitlin, wonderful to see you. Great to see you as well. Happy to be here. For the people that are listening, hopefully for them, it's great to hear you because they can't actually see you, but we're just going to keep on keep on moving. Uh, so, so here's what we're doing today is we are kicking off a series of podcast episodes that we are calling The Essentials. And what this is going to be is a uh, sequence of 10 episodes of our podcast that we see as some of the essential lessons and principles and practices that make mm. someone a great switch leader. So if you're new to serving in switch, this is going to be a really helpful process for you to just get your feet underneath you so you can be set up for future success. If you've been serving in switch for a really long time and you are crushing it in your role, hopefully this will be a helpful reminder for you. Maybe you're somewhere in the mix though, and you've found yourself kind of running up against a brick wall. Maybe you're frustrated because it feels like you're not making the impact that you could or should be making. And our hope is that this series of podcasts would help get you back on track because the truth is that over time, sometimes we just get a little bit off course. That's not anything against you. It's just the nature of being human and doing this really challenging thing that is leading teenagers to become fully devoted followers of Christ. And so what we're going to do today is lay the foundation, the what, the how, and the why, the essential questions that set everybody on the same page so that moving forward, we're heading in the same direction, we're doing it together, and we know what the outcome we're looking for is. So with that being said, Caitlin Caffrey, will you tell us the what of Switch? Yeah. So the what of Switch, what is our mission? What are we here to do? We are here to lead students to become fully devoted followers of Christ. And that's something that you've probably heard before. (laughs) Hopefully. We just want to take two seconds here to like define what that actually means. What is a fully devoted follower of Christ? I think the best person that we can look at to answer that question is actually Christ. Oh, come on. And and he uh, pulled out what the greatest commands actually were. And in Mark 12, 30 through 31, he says, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all of your soul, with all of your mind, and with all of your strength. And the second commandment is actually just like this. It's love your neighbor as yourself. There's no commandment greater than these. Um, So we would say that a fully devoted follower of Christ is someone who loves God with all that they are, all their heart, all their soul, all their mind, and all their strength, and loves others the same way that Jesus has loved them. Come on. Because actually Jesus, when he was at the Last Supper and he was like giving his final words to his disciples, he clarified what the new command that goes with the new covenant that he was introducing was. And he said, a new command I give to you, love one another as I have loved you, so you must also love one another. So that's how how we would define a fully devoted follower of Christ. And that's our mission. 
Come on. To lead students to become people who can who can do that. Love yep. God with everything that they are and then love people the same way that Jesus has loved them. You know, I think the reason why we want to just settle in here is because yeah. our mission is what drives everything that we do. All right. of our efforts and our strategies, our events and our small groups and our messaging is intended to accomplish that, the mission of leading students to become fully devoted followers of Christ. But I think it's helpful sometimes to slow down and make sure we all have the same picture in our heads of what a fully right. devoted follower of Christ really looks like. Because That's the good. truth is that we're going to have students in our small groups. We're going to have students that show up every single week and they are attending consistently but they don't really know who Jesus is or the power that he offers to transform them mm. from the inside out. We're going to have students who are maybe, like maybe even serving regularly on the weekend, but they are dealing with some struggles and sins in their lives that they just know, don't know how to break free from mm. because there's these parts of them that love God, but then there's other parts of them that they're holding back. And this isn't right. to look down on them or think less of them. It's just to acknowledge that really what we're here for is not simply changing people's external behaviors, right? but helping people be transformed from the inside out by the spirit of God and his grace that saves us and sustains us and sanctifies us so that they will become the kind of person who truly loves God more than anything else with all their heart. What does that mean? It means to desire God more yeah. than they desire the things of this world. To right. love God with all their soul, that means trusting God more than they trust themselves. To love God with all their mind, that means knowing him deeply, intimately, personally. And right. to love God with all their strength, that means serving God with every fiber of their being. This is what it means for us to lead students to become fully devoted followers of Christ. And while we acknowledge yeah. that the pathway to getting there will look very different for each student. The big idea that defines us as followers of Jesus is exactly what Jesus said, to love God yep. with our heart, soul, mind, and strength, and to love others the same way that he has loved us. That is the what right. of switch. That's what we're here to accomplish week in and week out. Now, yeah. let's talk about the how. <laughs> right. How do we do this? How do we lead students to become fully devoted followers of Christ? How do we take a student who shows up for the very first time, literally having just done some inappropriate things, potentially in the parking lot, <laughs> to this desired destination of loving God and loving others the same way that Jesus does? Yeah, that's good. And I love what you mentioned because this is going to look different for every single student that we get to engage with. Absolutely. Because what we acknowledge is that spiritual formation is a process. Come and on. And it's this process of being formed into the image of Christ for the sake of others. Yep. And we actually have a pretty neat strategy that comes, again, from Jesus. Whoa. The, that this guy who we're following. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Are you telling me that we're learning how to follow Jesus from Jesus? Yeah, I am saying that. <laughs> it just seems so obvious when you say it that way. <laughs> it's pretty legit. Um, but yeah, this this strategy, this how do we achieve our mission actually comes from Jesus and it comes from the Great Commission, which is in Matthew 28, 18 through 20. Uh, it says, then Jesus came to them and said, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. 
Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I'm with you always to the very end of the age. So that's Jesus's strategy. That is the process that we are going to follow. And the way that the language that we use here at Life Church is we bring in, we build up, we train, and we send out. But those words can be a little ambiguous. So, James, we're going to kind of break down each one, what that means, what that looks like, why it makes sense in this strategy, starting with bring in. Why do we do that? Yep. Because this journey of becoming a fully devoted follower of Christ is a journey that happens one step at a time. And the first step is bringing people in, bringing them into the church and introducing them to Jesus. This is what Jesus said when he said, go and make disciples and baptize them in the name of the Father and of the Son and the Holy Spirit. That is bringing them into the family of God so that they can know God and be a part of this movement that all of us have been invited into. And it's there that we move from being lost Mm. to saved. That's the Mm. salvation moment that we experience when we choose to raise our hands and say yes to a relationship with Jesus. But that is not at all the end of the journey because we move from bring in to build up. Where we, as disciples of Jesus, who have been called to make other disciples, are now building others up by helping them discover who they are in Christ and the freedom that he offers. This is where we move from having been saved from our sins to now being pastored so that we can heal from some of the wounds we've experienced. We can grow in our maturity and understanding of our true identity, the place that we belong and the purpose that we have been created for. And then this next part is super important because yeah. we move from being brought in, being built up to actually being trained. This is the part Come in on. the Great Commission where Jesus says, teach them to obey everything I have commanded you. And so here, what we're doing is we're training people, specifically in our context, students to love God with all their heart, soul, mind, and strength, and to love others the same way that God through Christ has loved them. This is where we right. move from being pastored to actually being discipled so that Mm -hmm. we can eventually move from being trained to actually being sent out. And what I think is so fascinating about this part is that what Jesus was doing in the passage we read, Matthew 28, 18 through 20, the Great Commission, is he was sending out his disciples Mm -hmm. to bring in, build up, train, and then eventually send out another batch of disciples. And this is what the church has always been, this circular process of multiplication Mm. where as we experience the love and grace of Jesus, we then share that with others so that they can share it with others. That's why the church isn't just this small group of people living in the Middle East today. It is a global movement with people from every nation who know Jesus and are a part of his family. And this is where the send out comes in, where we move from being discipled to mobilized, where we are now sending people out to lead others to become fully devoted followers of Christ. And the thing is, is this entire process keeps repeating over and over and over again. And that is what keeps the church moving forward. And here's Mm -hmm. the deal. Even for us, this isn't always a linear process, right? Like I can point to the moment I was brought in 
But from that day on, I've been going on this journey of being built up, trained, and sent out, not always in a neat order, right? Like (laughs) I uh, may not be true for everyone, but for me, I actually started serving where I was technically building up and training others before I had ever been brought in because I didn't know Jesus yet, which is not (laughs) the way it's supposed to work. We have put much better systems and processes in place to make sure that we've got the right people leading our students at the right time. But that was that was a thing that happened. And yeah. from day one in my faith journey, I have been involved serving in the church to be a part of bringing in, building up training and sending out others while I myself have been going through that process. Yeah, Because That's for good. all of us, we don't just kind of like graduate from the discipleship journey. No, we are engaging in it every day for the rest of our lives because every day is an opportunity to grow closer to Jesus and become more of who he's created me to be. Yeah. I I absolutely love what you said about like ever since then you have been bringing in building up training and sending out while you yourself are being brought in built up trained <laughs> right, and sent right. out. I absolutely love that and I, and something else that's really cool to me to think about is that I am called to do all of these things. Yep. But there's probably one of them that gets me really excited. Right. And really yeah, yeah. fired up because of the gifts that God has given me specifically to build his church. That's good. Like I'm always going to get most jazzed about the training piece. Yeah, That yeah. is like my sweet spot. That's where my <laughs> gifting lies. And I have like, again, I'm called to do all of them, Yep. but that's, that's my favorite seat to sit in. 100%. Um, so for you, like, I think it's cool to think about how, like which spot you are passionate about, which spot you are gifted towards and how to maximize those gifts because that's why you have them (laughs) to build the church and bring glory to Jesus. And also it's really neat to see how God brings the people around us to accomplish all of those other pieces as well and to to fill in those gaps because man, he he cares a lot about this. I think that's pretty cool because this is like the last thing that Jesus said this is like his prescription for the church right there's a reason why it's called the great commission and not the great suggestion (laughs) (laughs) because because this is something that all of us have been called and commanded to do and what i think is so great about what you said caitlin is the fact that we all have different stories experiences and giftings and so the part that we play in this process is going to look different right for caitlin what she gets most excited about is the training For me, the thing I get most excited about is actually the sending out. This is why I will look for any and every opportunity to give my sixth and seventh grade students and like the chance to lead our group, like because I I want them to experience the joy of being used by God to make a difference. Now I'm very aware that if all I ever try to do is send people out without others helping to bring them in, build them up, and train them, I'm going to be sending out a bunch of very ineffective and likely immature people. And so I have to be really intentional about also making sure that all of these steps are in place. And so if your thing is bringing people in, man, then bring people in. If your thing is building them up and encouraging them and helping them understand who they are in Christ, then do that. If you're nerdy like Caitlin and, you know, also because I (laughs) I really like the training stuff too. If you're nerdy like us and you want to do this deep discipleship dive, then be about that. And if you're the kind of person that wants to send people out, then do that. Just remember 
that all of these pieces of the puzzle fit yes. together beautifully. And it requires all of us working together as the body of Christ. And Come on. that's how we accomplish our mission, the Great yes. Commission. We bring in, we build up, we train, and we send out. But, but why? Why do we do that, Caitlin? Mm, basically, why do we do it? Why do we do what we do at Switch? Um, well, we do it so that kids and students, so that the people that we get to invest in will know who God is, so that they'll know who they are because of Jesus, so that they will know how to function and live in biblical community, and so that they will know how to use their gifts for the good of others. Come on. Be because what we said in, in the beginning is that spiritual formation is this process of being formed into the image of Christ for the sake of others. And something that we know is that this is how we know that we are in him. This is how we know that we're in Christ. Whoever claims to live in him must live as Jesus did. So we are taking our students on this journey of, of being with Jesus, of being brought in, getting to know him, of becoming like him, of being built up and trained, and then being sent out to do what Jesus did. That's why we do what we do. Yeah. I mean, the way that we define discipleship within next-gen ministries as a whole is the process of becoming like Jesus for right. the sake of others. Right. And, and, and we know all of that is so, like Caitlin said, they'll know who God is, who they are because of Jesus, be living in biblical community, and start using their gifts for the good of others. Because we have been saved and freed from so many things. And now we get to be a part of God's mission and his plan to share that salvation, to share that freedom with the rest mm -hmm. of the world. Yeah. And so that's why we do what we do. Because of the great love God has shown us, we're going to do yeah. whatever we can to share that with others and equip our students to be a part of sharing it with others too. So this is the foundation of everything yeah. when it comes to being a great switch leader. This is kind of like the essential of essentials, knowing what we do to lead yeah. students to become fully devoted followers of Christ, how we do it by bringing them in, building them up, training them and sending them out. And ultimately why we do it. So they'll know who God is, who they are because yeah. of Jesus, what it looks like to function in biblical community and how they can use their gifts for the good of others. And everything yeah. else in this series of essentials that we will be walking through is going to build on that to help you better lean into the role that you play as a switch leader to make the most of this ministry we're a part of, the roles that we play, so we can see more and more kids and students know the goodness of God and the Come freedom on. he offers. Yeah. So for you as a switch leader, what can you do with the information that we just shared with you? Well, I would say that if you recognize there are any gaps <laughs> in this process, in, in your own life, hey, you can't replicate what you haven't experienced. That's good. So if you need to be trained, hey, find somebody who can pour into you. That's good. If you need to be built up, amazing. Find somebody who can continue to encourage you and who you can be accountable with. Um, and if you need to, like Jesus, in, the, in that great commission told us that we're to teach others to obey everything that he commanded. And 
that's pretty convicting because that means that I actually have to know (laughs) everything that Jesus commanded. Right. So we would suggest if that's something that you need to kind of brush up on, that you would really slowly and intentionally work your way through the gospel of Matthew, just reading a chapter a day and paying attention to the words of Jesus and the things that he asks us to do. Um, And A, that will make you a better and more fully devoted follower of Christ. 100%. Then you can actually lead your students somewhere that you yourself are going. Come on. Because like you said, if we don't know it, it's really hard to teach it. Right. And if we ourselves aren't pursuing it, then it's really hard to teach it with integrity. And we very well acknowledge that just like our students are all at a different place in their faith journey, so too are we as switch leaders. And so the expectation from us is not that you have this all figured out. Right. Our request is that you would simply be willing to choose to follow Jesus every single day, to ask him to show you the parts of you that still need to change. Yeah, come on. And that you would surround yourself with others that will help you become who God has made you to be so that you can offer the same thing to your students. So That's good. that brings us to the end of the first of our 10 essentials. This one is the what, Whoop. the how, and the why. If you have thoughts, questions, concerns, suggestions, feedback, anything at all, we would love for you to send that our way. You can find our email that you can send it to in the notes of this podcast. And uh, with all that being said, I'm, I'm really glad that you joined with us. Caitlin, any last thoughts? No, just thank you guys so much for being here. Thank you for what you do. We literally could not accomplish this mission without you. Come on. So thank you so much for joining us on this episode of Switch Leader Podcast, where we decide today the leader that we're going to be tomorrow.